Welcome to episode 50 of Big Kid Pod. In today's episode, we're celebrating big things, including one year of the podcast and my 30-somethingth birthday. (laughs) We're looking back at the past year at all lessons in both biz and life. And as an introvert, I'm not usually down with the spotlight, but with my birthday coming up this week, I wanted to talk about how to receive compliments without feeling like an asshat. So let's get into it. friends we are in the thick of it now 2020 man in the past year we've recorded 50 episodes of this podcast i don't know if that's good or bad but i'm just so excited that there's even that many to be out there in the world for your ear holes (laughs) to be honest i put off starting the podcast for over three years because i was just so nervous and scared also known as snervous I thought that there were too many people out there doing podcasts, and really, who would want to listen to mine? I was caught up straight up in that self-doubt, and really self-hate, because I did not want to listen to my own voice, so the thought of editing it on my own was bananas, and I couldn't do it by myself at first. I'm great at time management, I do say so myself. But adding another full project like editing and learning how to do all of those things, it was just too overwhelming. And that was the excuse I used to not start the podcast. But deep in my gut, I could feel this pull and the voice in my head was just getting louder and louder to just start. So I leaned in and I used that moment to work on my thriving habit of asking for help. And it just so happened that one of my best, best friends was going through work finding mode of their life. And it just was so kismet that I asked her to become the producer of the podcast. And for the past year, Casey, that's where she's been. Really, again, I couldn't do it on my own. And I've always loved her brain. She's creative, smart, and I knew that she could bring so much life to the Big Kid brand. So not only did I have to work on asking for help, it was also accepting the help and saying thank you for all of the things. So right now, publicly, Casey, I want to tell you (laughs) how much I love you and how grateful I am for all the talks, the brainstorms, the photos, the love. Thank you for all the things you've done, not only for me, but this pod and fam as well. And as our lives both get even busier as we pursue our own passions, now we part podcast paths. (laughs) But the best part was that we were friends before, so I'm excited for our future hangs without work talk. (laughs) When I think back to these moments when I wanted to start the podcast but didn't, again, I was in this space of self-doubt. I didn't believe that I had anything good to say, and again, who would listen to me? I'm just a girl sitting in my closet. Ultimately, when I looked into where that fear and that doubt was coming from, it actually stemmed from the thought that I didn't believe I deserved anything good. It was that sneaky, sneaky belief that underlined everything, and it was simply, I am not enough. How many of you have had that thought this week? Shit, even just today. I know you can't see me, but me, me, I'm raising my hand. (laughs) 
that's like the crippling one I'm not enough is first felt in our early childhood and it could have been trauma or just life and all of the work that I do is trauma-informed and I know through time that the word trauma by itself can be really jarring for some people and so I just wanted to explain it a little bit more trauma as a kid could show up simply as our parents getting divorced or some form of abuse or neglect these things are also known in the world as ACEs which stands for adverse childhood experiences that is not as scary sounding as trauma right but all of those things can create the I'm not enough belief for us now as adults and what happens for those of you that haven't lived through any trauma but you still have those thoughts I don't want you to think man I have this thought that I'm not good enough but my childhood was pretty bad there must be something wrong with me because that's not true either there's the three given traumas that happen in our life and the first one shows up in early childhood which is I am wrong and then as a teenager the next one that comes in is I don't fit and then the last given trauma is that I am all alone so now that I say all of those things have you ever felt any of those things have you ever felt I am wrong or that I don't fit in or that I'm all alone again I'm raising my hand shit I'm raising both hands because this is exactly where I've been these are other places that I thought the thought of I'm not good enough and again around these three given traumas could have been the starting point for that thought I don't fit in with anyone which makes me feel like I'm not good enough for friends no one likes me that I'm all all alone given trauma reinforces the thought right that I'm not good enough and it has taken me a lot of practice to start believing the opposite thought of I am enough and really when you break that down a belief is just a thought that you keep on thinking and that's it it's all simple just not easy because it can be exhausting because it comes down to a day-to-day moment it comes moment to moment every time you have a new decision to choose a different thought so those negative thoughts are our survival mode right all of those things have taught us to survive but now in our moments of thriving we're gonna have to start believing in something stronger something bigger something more powerful And I think of our kids and the things we say to them because all of that just becomes their inner dialogue. So where are the moments that they could have experienced those three given traumas? Try to make time for conversations where you bring up your own appropriate story, of course, but also how you overcame it. Don't make it into the once when I was a kid or back in my days, right? Because that's when we kind of shut things off. But having an open dialogue like that with your kid will squash their feeling of I'm all alone. Because now as a kid, I know that my parent has gone through the exact same thing and has made it through. And that gives me faith in myself too. So that definitely (laughs) encompasses a lot of my biggest lessons over this past year. So later this week, like I said, it's actually my birthday and it always feels kind of weird and kind of like New Year's because you have 
a lot of expectations about how you want your day to go, but then nothing really goes how you picture it. When it came to my birthday during my survival habit days, I was never about it. I always said that I hated the attention and never wanted to be in the spotlight. Even when people would wish me a happy birthday, I would brush it off and try to avoid the whole conversation. I realized that even though people were showering me with affection, that little thought of I'm not good enough even morphed into I really don't deserve these compliments. But then people stopped giving me compliments and not just because my birthday was over, but in my survival state. I just avoided them so then they stopped coming in because again I believed that I didn't deserve it and people picked up on that but my thriving habits turned into listening learned into absorbing and saying thank you my thriving habit turned into self-compassion I started understanding my traumas and how it showed up even in these feel-good moments and how sometimes they would try to sabotage me still When I went to the Imperfect Bosses camp last year, everyone had an envelope in the main hall with their name on it. And as the weekend went on, you were able to leave notes for everybody. It was very cute. And because I was like in a new place with (laughs) a lot of new people, I didn't feel like I was completely myself. I was still a bit in my shell and definitely in comparison mode. So I was shocked to open my envelope at the end of the weekend to read the things that people wrote about me. It was intense. I had to make sure that I did it by myself. (laughs) And even though I felt like I didn't show up, it was so interesting to read from people that for them, I did. They complimented me on my energy, the way that I created space for others, and that I was fun. And even just a note to say that I had great style. It took me aback and I had to check a bunch of times because I'm like, these notes can't have been for me. Like there was another Christina. These were for her, not me. No, no, no way. But again, I was thinking about my own love language and words of affirmation is pretty low on my list. So it's a weird place for me to be in, to be praised for being myself, especially when I felt like I totally wasn't. I was realizing that compliments are good. We don't give them enough and we don't get them enough either. We float through our days without that human interaction and it makes us stale and ungrateful. (laughs) And so now I'll reread those notes. And when people give me compliments out in the real world, I'll write those in my journal because on my worst days, when I feel like I'm alone, and I feel like I don't fit in, I can go back to those notes and remember that I am seen and accepted. So my new thriving habit has been letting people love me and learning how to love me too. So knowing how good a compliment can feel, I've also started dishing them out on the daily. My favorite thing to do is to give strangers compliments. I'll always give a compliment for a great outfit or even a great attitude, especially when I'm shopping Or even more so when I'm waiting in line for brunch on the weekend, I'll acknowledge the people that are working there and let them know that they are doing a great job and that I see them and I appreciate them. Because sometimes we forget how great we are and it takes someone else to point it out before we can start seeing it for ourselves. So I was asking kids the other day to tell me something that they were proud of themselves for. And it's like... 
I had three heads. They had no idea what I was talking about. And it took them a while to even be in a space to think of themselves positively and then even to say it out loud. So on our first go around, some of the answers were, um, I'm proud of my family and I'm proud of the house I live in. But I'm like, no, 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 no. (laughs) We talked about it a bit more like, what is being proud? What does it feel like? Where do we feel it in our bodies? And so on the second go around, I got answers like, I'm proud of myself because I've gotten better at drawing and I'm proud of myself because I'm a good friend. So this is the way we can, with our kids, start creating positive self-talk for themselves. Um, One of the most life-changing, thriving habits for me has been gratitude. And it goes hand in hand with receiving compliments. So soak them all in and keep them for a rainy day. (laughs) During my last podcast, I was talking about my survival habit of keeping people kind of at arm's distance away. And I think about that even when it comes to physical touch, I was never one to want somebody in my space. (laughs) I never wanted people to be close to me because germs and ew and no, but I was realizing again, that was just another way that I was putting up walls. And so with, even for myself, Uh, just through experiences and also research just reading how important physical touch can be and again knowing for myself how soul healing it is instead of saying no to hugs now I say yes and before I hug I'm always going to ask someone for consent right so it can just be eye contact and oh can I hug you (laughs) and it's so funny because people are taken aback because we're just expected to hug but again Treat others how they want to be treated, not you. So I want you to know that one of the other biggest lessons for me this year, for 2019 even, that I had to keep relearning is that there's no such thing as overnight success. 2019 was my year of growth and laying down the groundwork for amazing things. And it's only now that I'm starting to see that hard work pay off. And even so, it's still really slowly. So if you're working on something hard right now, remember that you are enough. The fact that you are here is proof of that. Ask for help. And when people showering you in love, soak that shit in. (laughs) Um, Don't forget that you are an amazing human. And we big kids got to stick together. So spread the love. Share this episode with people that you think need to hear it. As always, I am so excited to talk to you again next week. Have a great week, friends. Talk to you soon.